Are we ready? Is Andre the Mino ready? I'm ready. We're recording. You know that, right? Really? Cool. No, it's perfect for bloopers. Bloopers. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> All right. Anyway. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Pop Culture Over... Wait, let's do this the right way. Hello, take two. Yeah, take two. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Pop Culture Over Pizza, <laughs> the only podcast that talks about pop culture over pizza. Of which My name, we have none. Yeah, well, we don't have none. You see, you just ruined it. So, <laughs> whatever. You just let out the secret. Oh, my gosh. Well, we're recording at like almost 11 o'clock at night, so everybody's kind of eating everything that they're going to eat. So. Yeah. Life happens. Yeah. We can't always have pizza. That would be a really bad idea if you had pizza every time you did something important. Exactly. So, yeah. Although we do try to have pizza every single podcast. So. <laughs> well, that's why it's called pop culture yeah. pizza, you know. So anyway, um, I am your host, Walt. Um, guys, introduce yourselves. This is Metatron. Greetings. Elias, um, always you... Always use Gucci, never Versace. <laughs> the big bad wolf, Wolfie. And so um, we are missing two of our members here. Jose could not be with us here tonight. And ASAP Balrog is out defending the country. We hope to get him back sometime in August. So, um, But we will, we will miss those two guys here. Um, it's been a while since we've been on this podcast. Yeah, it's uh, been a while since we've gone together a, and done some work. Yeah, it's been about a month. Uh, life happens, and it just so happens that since we are a family podcast, when life happens, it happens to all of us, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, But we're back, and we're going to do our geek outs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So for, okay. for the people who haven't been on this podcast before and listened to us, Geek Outs is where our hosts, they talk about the stuff that they've listened to and geeked out over while we've been off air. Um, I'm going to start because I just finished watching a DC animated movie. Hey, you're Some- forgetting about two other people. Who? Hello? Blink, blink. Blink, blink. Who's blink, blink? He's blinking over here to try to send, like... Morse code messages to Walt. Okay. <laughs> Metatron? Yes, Me? I know. We are going to get into okay, that. Okay, okay, We're going to get into that. Okay, okay. Chill, dude. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. So Someone's, like, someone's got energy I'm for a late night. You, you know? <laughs> what is in that jet cup? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Some version of Elias is here. Okay. Well, anyway, my geek out this week was the DC animated universe movie Batman Hush. And this was something that I was really looking forward to because I love the graphic novel. And, um, you know, they've been hyping it up for quite a while. And uh, I got to say that I'm a little baffled at how the movie went. And Metatron and Elias can, you know, chime in on this because the graphic... And listen, I understand that when you're doing adaptations, you have license to kind of change the source material a little bit, right? Um, change the source material, they went all out. That's kind of crazy to me because Hush is one of those, like, seminal Batman pieces. Like, when people ask me, like, oh, like, you know, what comic, if I want to read Batman, what should I get into? I say, you know, Hush is probably one of the 
one of the three that you should get into. You know, you know I mean? it's a fact. Absolutely. You know? So it's, it's like, so it's, a, it's almost like, it's like, you know, it's almost like a Bible. You know, they just, like, it introduces all like the, the villains. You got all the, the entire rogues gal- gallery there. Yeah, exactly. You know? um, and, and they're going to change that. And it's not even like, it's not like, see, this kind of stuff happens when it's like, let's say X-Men licensed to Fox and then Fox is like, well, I don't know comics, but I know movies, so I'm yeah. going to do whatever I want with X-Men. Exactly. Yeah. This is DC making a DC film. And, and the interesting thing is that the DC animated uh, movies, they're generally really well done. Yeah. I mean, And they're usually even better than their... Exactly. They're, they're better than the movie counterparts. Yeah. It, basically, the DC animated space is what the MCU is for Marvel. Yes. They, they yes. dominate that space. Yeah. DC dominates the animated space. And like I said, most of the adaptations have been pretty good, but we do have the instances of like the Killing Joke, which yeah. um, was a little bit divisive when when it came out. Um, I like I said, I, I'm not a person that is one of those guys that said no. You have to follow it exactly the way the book is. I'm fine with creative license, so I'm having a tough time deciding whether I actually like this movie or not because mm. the changes are so in your face. Oh my gosh, I'm wondering because like, the thing is like I don't see how much leeway you can actually have with Hush. It's such it's so intricate. Like I'm assuming that there's like like some plot holes if you change anything like Yeah, and, I don't know. And and, and I don't so understand. Well, let's let's put it this way and and I'm not going to spoil the movie because, you know, there's a lot of it just came out on on digital just recently and I think um it's coming out on DVD and and Blu-ray probably in like about 2 or 3 weeks from okay. now. So I'm not going to spoil it, but I will say this, the opening scene, you remember who the villain is? It's Killer Croc. Yeah. They swapped mm-hmm. them out and they put in Bane instead. What? And the motivations for the two individuals are huh. starkly different because if you remember in the book, Killer Croc, his motivation was that he wanted to escape Gotham. You know, he he was tired of, of all yeah. this stuff. In this one, um, and I, like like I said, I'm not going to spoil it, but Bane has a very very different motivation. Catwoman is in it. She plays a much bigger role than in the book. Hmm. And like I said, they make changes. So. I'm probably going to have to revisit it again. Just I was going to tell see. you. I think maybe watch it again. Yeah, I think it kind of. It, don't 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 watch it with like comparing it to the book this time maybe and, and then see hard, it. It's hard yeah. though. It I mean, yeah. really really is. You That's know crazy, what I'm saying? Yeah. But That's um, interesting. to quote Metatron, um, his his thought on the movie was that it's underwhelming. Well, more so the end was underwhelming. Yeah. So, so um, true. And especially when he pointed out what the real ending of the comic book was. Wait, uh, you didn't read it? No, I've never read it. Oh my God! What the? <laughs> You're not even a DC fan for that. I oh my God! You have to read Hush. You have, I have it. You want me to let you borrow? I have, I, I have it right there, and I also have, have it on digital. Hush. It's uh, Hush is really, really amazing. You should. It, it introduces introduces all of the rogues gallery. Well, most of them. Most of the villains are in that book. Yeah, you know, so yeah. it's a good starting point for anybody who is never really it's such an awesome twist yeah, at the end exactly. too. Oh, they well, changed the end, dude. Oh my god, dude. I don't, I don't want to watch it anymore. That's yeah. why they made it underwhelming. Don't call no, it hush. Watch it, watch it, because I'm, I'm interested on in what your take oh, is going to be on this. To be uh, honest, you know, I'm gonna do it for the cause. I'm gonna do it for you people out there. There you go. 
Um, one other thing, and I'm gonna I'm gonna make this really quick. There's another thing that I'm kind of geeking out over, and this is because I'm a '70s kid. Um, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Oh right, a beautiful yeah. day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? <laughs> Yeah. The trailer came out. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I got to say, you know, it, it brings back memories, you know? I used to watch Well, for Mr. the people Rogers. that don't know yes. what you're talking about. The name of the movie is called It's a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what it is. And it's basically a retelling. Um, it's not really truly a bio- biographical account. You know, they take license with it a little bit. Yeah, but it's Mr. Yeah. Rogers' Neighborhood. And Tom Hanks playing Mr. Rogers. Who looks fantastic. Yeah, he does. You know, he looks spot on. Even his mannerisms. Um, So, yeah, that's something I'm looking forward to. That's going to be very interesting. Yeah. So, what are you guys geeking out about? Metatron? Oh, well, see, I've... I'm not going to lie. I've kind of been in a weird place. Sort of in and out of time. (laughs) Time is weird. (laughs) But... Whatever I have been doing with my spare time, if not drawing, which I, I guess, picked up again, I guess, or I haven't really played much games. I mean, me and uh, Elias here, we've been doing like a, like a Minecraft map. It's pretty good. <laughs> but other than that, uh. Aside from desperately trying to catch up to shows, it's like I, I have the time, but like I don't want to do it. I don't know why. You have the motivation? Yeah, it's it's weird. What the heck? <laughs> summer vacation. I yeah. know. Maybe it's the heat because it has been rather. The heat's been insane. Oh, here Ugh. in New York, it's been disgusting. You know, but we not... just cut a break today. Today and yet, yeah, today and yesterday. Going back up to the nineties in oh like a couple God. of days. So please. But notwithstanding, the thing I have been consistently watching is I've been watching the original Dragon Ball. Okay. I have yet to watch the original, actually. What? Yeah. yeah. As, as big as a Dragon Ball I fan. know. I know. I just, you know, I haven't. It's just these days I don't have too much time to, to dedicate to, like, a lot of stuff. I'll catch an anime episode here and there. Like, if I have a time, I'll binge something. Mm-hmm. But Dragon Ball is one of those things that, like... I just, I haven't. I'm still trying to finish Shippuden, so <laughs> I don't know if it's forever. ever going to happen. <laughs> I'll see you in 10 years, at <laughs> least, you know? Yeah. So. so that's really been it. How far have you gotten along in Dragon Ball? Tambourine. Uh, yes, I just started up on the King Piccolo saga. Okay. All right. That's I mean, cool. I know most of the storylines. Uh, just, yeah, I've read some of the manga. Wow, so, Meta. You know. That's so far. It actually is. It's no, towards the end. What up, what episode number yeah. is that? It's like what in the sixties, the seventies? It's like a hundred and something. Oh well, wait, I was what? Way there you go. So that's quite a yeah. few episodes. You've definitely been. You've been watching it for, since the beginning, like not even skipping episodes. <laughs> Seriously, dude. Now that. What about is what you I then? Call commitment. Okay. Yeah. What about you? What are you? What are you committed to? Okay, so, um. Even though a lot of people say I'm a Fortnite addict, I haven't been playing Fortnite. I've only... I haven't even seen the live event, actually. Well, I have on YouTube. Oh, no, oh, you haven't World seen the live break. event. <laughs> no. You know they had Kaisers on there? I have, yeah, I have no idea yeah, what... Cup. Yeah, but there's another live event. Um, so, 
There are two things that I've been geeking out about. Um, first thing, I'm going to talk about the Fortnite thing, which I didn't see, but I saw it on YouTube. Okay. So I saw it, technically. You speaking. saw it, but you didn't see it. But yeah. you saw it. Yeah. Okay. That's what I mean. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so basically, there was a live event. Kind of uh, reminded me of Godzilla. Kaijus. Yeah. An uncomfortable so, silence yeah, falls. They, <laughs> so they had a mech versus, I guess you, can I just say kaiju? Because yeah. I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. Well, oh, yeah, no. If it's a giant monster, it's basically a kaiju. Well, it's called Caddis. So, so for, for us uninitiated, can you uh, tell everybody what kaiju is? Oh, yeah. Okay, so um, Metatron, I think you know a kaiju. Um, he is the expert in kaiju. Yeah, so, so give table. us a definition of kaiju. Yeah, you. For the well, people that are listening and don't know kaiju, what kaiju is. is more or less the generalized, generalized term for a giant monster in Japanese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they had this awesome fight, and I got to admit, um, Epic Games... I, I um, praise you. I literally praise you. Um, there was this fight, well, like I said, but it was awesome, dude. The way that they did it, it, it kind of reminded me of an actual Godzilla movie. Nice. Yeah. That's it. Um, like. Meta disapproves. No, you watch it for yourself. You <laughs> watch it, it for wasn't yourself. It, wasn't it more like Pacific Rim because it had that huge Okay, it was robot. kind of It was kind of like Pacific Rim, but it was also kind of like Godzilla. That makes sense. Because they had those... Because you'd notice in most of the Godzilla movies that where they have something like... I'll just give you an example. Um, Doggis, the mech, mm-hmm. um, he, like, I guess you could say tackled him while flying and then, like, tackled him all the way into the water. He came out and everybody thought he was win winning. So everybody was, like, cheering, right? Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere it comes out. And it just comes from behind and just grabs on, grabs onto him. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was pretty cool. And and the the funny thing is is that all of this is happening while people are playing their battle royale, yeah. right? Yeah. So not only do you have to worry about getting killed by the other players, you got to worry about a freaking ten story monster falling on top of you, right? But I don't actually think you had Nobody's any weapons. Really I don't remember. Oh, people were just you know, walking that, around, watching the fight? No, they, they had like jetpacks. Oh, okay. So not just walking around, they're flying around. But, but if they but did, that, then that would be awesome. That's pretty cool that you get to like experience the live event. It's yeah. kind of like an MMORPG when they have events and everything, and you like, aren't watching it, you're a part of it. Somebody even tried to case the mech so that it wouldn't get out. Oh, boy. That, was, that went well. Okay, right. so my second geek out, the more, I guess you could say, interesting, the more fun one, I guess. So, They're both fun. Mm-hmm. They're both fun. Yeah. Um, so, like Meta, I've been getting into some drawing more often, and I decided to start animating, right? And Which is sick. It's awesome. I thought it was, like, I thought, I thought it's better to watch animations more than draw one but first animation i did um ssj4 versus baby vegeta awesome went perfectly well well until i 
deleted it. Um, <laughs> so uh, the next one I'm working on, I'm working on a storyline, which I actually wrote down. So basically it's about hoodlums in like an apocalyptic world where like everything is like weird. Um, it's kind of like I based it loosely off of Akira. Which, Whoa. if you haven't seen that, it's one of the most famous. I think it is the most famous. One of them. Yeah. One it's of them. It's definitely up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's one of those, like, hey, like, how do I get into anime? What should I watch? Akira, Ghost in a Shell. Yep. You know. Yeah. It's, it has a little bit of Shazam in it. It has a little bit of... Shazam and Akira? Whoa. Akira, yeah. It has... <laughs> it's crazy. Like, I only started the first beat. I only started, like... Season one, I started working on the storyboarding. Second storyboarding is going to be, like, not even joking, universes are going to be destroyed. Can't wait to see it, man. Yeah, so, if anything, I'll give you a sneak peek. Better. Um, Yeah, (laughs) so these kids, they're scavengers, they find some artifact, they read it. Uh, uh, Another gang kills kills some of the hoodlums, and then they use the artifacts... And they find out that you can fuse together. So then some Dragon Ball too? Yeah, kind of. So they all fuse together into one kid. And that's powerful. It's, uh, that was powerful enough. Because um, according to like the is artifact. That, is that like Saiyan fusion? Or is that like Namekian fusion? Mm. Where they all just Tune in together. and you'll find out. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Tune in and you'll yeah. find out. We'll leave yeah. you hanging no, that's that awesome. I can't, I can't wait to, to see the animation and hear more about it. I can't wait for it to be all fleshed out. Thanks. Um, my geek, I'm only geeking out kind of like on one thing. And, uh, I mean, yeah, pretty much. Um, and it's uh, House of X. So, Ooh. Marvel, it just literally came out today. I got it in my pull list. I went to go pick up my pull list at uh, Vinyl Fantasy over here in Bushwick. And, um, and... You know, I've been waiting for this simply because, like, from from what it seems after, you know, Avengers Endgame and, and just, you know, the craziness that's been happening and all that, it seems like Marvel is now focusing um, a little bit more on, like, cleaning up some, some stuff in the, uh, in the comics world. And uh, they're basically, from, from so far from what I understand from news, is that they're going to basically revamp, relaunch the entire X-Men universe um, in, in, with, like, House of X and Powers of X, which are going to be two bi-weekly uh, series that are going to be com- uh, coming out. They're mini- six-issue miniseries each. And then after that, in November and October, they're going to uh, relaunch six new titles that are going to be based off of the House of X and Powers of X storylines that they create. Now... This first issue, mm-hmm. yeah. Your question? No, no. Do we know the the name of the titles? Or they, have, I, they, they don't. We don't have that. the name of the titles yet. So they're um, keeping that. In yeah, I'm assuming that right it's now. gonna be like Uncanny X Men and X, Astonishing X Men and stuff like that. Okay. They're probably gonna get like uh, redone. I know that X Men Gold, X Men Red, X Men Blue, those have been canceled. You know, um, they're pretty much doing away with a lot of the X Men titles and lines that are out. Um, well, now, now they have it under their umbrella. So. Yeah, now that they have it under their umbrella, they're like, well, let's. That's what I think. What's happening is that like they know that they're gonna do X Men in Phase Five, right? Which we're gonna talk about in a little bit, hopefully. Yeah. Um, maybe just touch on it. Uh, so I think they're kind of like setting the bedrock now. Which you is smart. I mean? 
Which is smart. But it would be kind of crazy simply because of this first issue of House of X. Uh, the f- you know, one of the first things you see is, you know, Xavier's walking around with, you know, walking. basically a, a helmet that I'm to assume is Cerebro. Um, and uh, the whole premise of House of X so far is the uh, not to give too many spoilers, but to give you a little bit of backstory. Um, the after the the mutants and Professor X have like this island that they want to be recognized by the entire world as a legitimate state in Krakoa mm. for all mutants. Interesting. And they're uh, negotiating with the world powers um, on uh, giving them. They've created. They've they've grown this plant that only grows on their island. Uh, a plant that gives that creates three pills. Um, that one that extends human life by five years. Okay. Another one that cures any uh, mental illnesses. Mm-hmm. And I forgot what the third one was. Um, but essentially, they're like, look, if you give us recognition as a state. Okay, for the world, we'll give you these pills. Boy, that's a now the way that these pills are being manu- now the way that these pills are being manufactured is that Xavier has bought one of the top ten pharmaceutical companies in the entire world <laughs> to manufacture these pills, and so um, Rite Aid, <laughs> and and basically, you know, this this country, Krakoa, uh, the island of Krakoa, is a, a safe haven for all mutants. Amnesty complete. Doesn't matter who it is. I even see, you know, there's a, uh, you know, some classic villains in the comic that are now apparently, you know, part of uh, this whole future. Wouldn't that I? this whole future that Xavier is creating, and Magneto is the ambassador for. Oh my gosh! So the ambassador oh to God. the UN for Krakoa is Magneto, and he is the one now following Xavier. And they both have a shared plan for the future. So let me let me get this straight. They are accepting. I get I get where Xavier would say we're accepting all mutants, right? But they're mm-hmm. ex- but that's under the the backdrop of him trying to create a state. So he's accepting villains as well. That so, doesn't help with. So the, the all right. So so here's the thing. Stuff, all right. right. So exactly. So here's the thing. Xavier's tune has changed. Because it doesn't seem like Xavier any cares about the humans anymore. Oh wow, that's oh. a big change. So exactly, that because now Xavier is basically so the the status of this uh, of the world at this point is that mutations, mutant population is rising exponentially, exponentially, mm-hmm. and within the next twenty five years, uh, I think they state in the book, uh, the mutants are going to be the majority species in the world. Homo sapiens are on the way out, and Xavier is like, "Look, we're gonna be the the future, and you can't stop it. All we can do is you leave us alone, and you stay in your corner. We're, we can give you something to extend your life a little bit, but we no longer want anything to do with saving you, helping you, and stuff." There's some you real know? world tones in in that book. Oh yes, you know? oh yes, I, I can hear it already. It's you know? and I'm telling you right now, like page by page, the artwork is absolutely phenomenal. It's a ten out of ten. Mm-hmm. The dialogue, the story, everything is just—it's so good. It's I, I'm like blown away just by this first issue, and I don't know what's gonna happen. But and That's mind you, mind you, like everything that I've said about Xavier, mm-hmm. Xavier hasn't spoken a single word yet in the book. This is all from Magneto's mouth. 
which oh. makes it even hmm. more interesting. You hmm. know, there may, there may be something to that. No, 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 no. nope, no, there's, no, no. There's no you, they there's show no they show Xavier, they show Xavier. He's like in Krekwa. He's basically like, you know, kind of like this holier than thou, like father figure, walking around the gardens and wow. stuff like that. Um, and you know, Cyclops is in there, and Cyclops, you know, so. So something happens with like a trio of classic uh, villains, Mystique, Toad, and Sabretooth. Mm-hmm. They try to escape. Fantastic Four makes an appearance. They capture Sabretooth, and Cyclops shows up as an ambassador from Krakoa, uh, trying to get Sabretooth back to Krakoa. As you know, saying that like, oh well, you know, we have amnesty for all mutants, and he's trying to get like Sabretooth back. And you know, uh, Reed Richards is like. Are you sure this is how you want to do things? And Cyclops is like, yeah, Xavier's vision is different now. And, you know, we've 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 been we've been told to to hide and this and that and the other. Not anymore. We're good. So you let us know when we could pick up Sabretooth. (laughs) Literally what he said. Dude, that's such a stark change. You know, huge, huge. It literally blows X-Men out the, the, like, I'm going to go home and I'm going to reread this issue because it was absolutely phenomenal. I have to check that that out. I'm tempted to pick this up myself. Exactly. It's it's so wild. I find it interesting, the name of the title, because, you know, there, there is that famous, that famous comic book line, House of M. Yes. In which, in that one, the mutants are gone. Yes. And it's interesting, the choice that they used, House of X, which they're bringing the X-Men and the mutants to the forefront again, Mm -hmm. you know, now that they've reacquired the movie rights. Well, so an interesting thing that happened, and let me just get some reference material real quick. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Google is our friend. Google is our friend. Uh, what's his name? That was episode 104, by the way. Which one? Oh, that you're on on yeah. Okay. Oh, 104 on the the Dragon Ball thing. Dude, you're you're going through that like with a quickness. So Wait, Jonathan Hickman is the oh, he's writer. Great. He's, he's great. absolutely phenomenal. I just want to make sure that it was John or Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Um, he is the one that kind of completely revamped Avengers. Yes. Killed off a bunch of people and kind of reset the Avengers universe. They put him onto X-Men to do that. That's a smart choice. That's a smart so, choice. You know, you know. I honestly, I'm, I'm telling you guys, I cannot wait. So, so you, you, you're going to probably see this, this type of mutant on the screen because generally what Marvel likes to do is they, they, um, and they do it a lot in their games. Yeah. You know, in the mobile game space and stuff like that, what they do is they kind of, before they actually put it out there, um, they kind of like give it a test run to see if people are interested in the character and stuff. Yeah. And it seems like this is what they're doing with this here, that they're they're kind of getting people prepared Man. for the MCU version, and this is how they're doing it. Interestingly enough, with Hickman at the at the helm. Yes, you know that's true. I just I don't so. know how like they're gonna be able to do it because like, everybody has obviously through all the film, all the X Men films, through all the years of X Men, it's almost like Spider Man canon. You know, everybody knows Spider Man's story, right? Mm-hmm. Peter Parker's story. A lot of people know the X-Men stories, it's and it's though. one thing to, like, kind of change it here and there. It's a whole other thing to completely change who Xavier is. 
I mean, he's walking oh, yeah. around. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. He's walking around and everything, and Magneto's basically like his lackey. It's, it's I, I, weird. I, for some reason, I have I have to think that um, this is going to be like one of these um, Hail Hydra Captain America swerves. I, I honestly, know? I don't think so. It doesn't have but, that feel. It doesn't okay. have that feel. Because the thing is that you have Jean Grey and Cyclops, these like tried and true X-Men that are... No, no, mind control. No, I'm, no, see, I'm, I don't think so. I'm doing the the finger waves with the jujus. Nah, see, here's the thing, man. You like know? Jean Grey is an Omega level telepath. I don't Shadow. think that anybody's gonna be able to take control of her, unless, unless what? I don't know. No, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just it just doesn't have the. It feels like because here's the thing, right? Like, this is all taking place after the Genosha uh, genocide that mm-hmm. killed 16 million mutants. Mm-hmm. And I think that was like the straw that broke the camel's back for Xavier. You know, and he's like... Something like that would, would change yeah. somebody's priorities. And, and Yeah, he's yeah. like, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, my job right now is now to... Mutants are gonna... Like, we can't save the humans. I think they come to the realization that they can't save the humans even if they try because the humans are gonna be extinct. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So, you know, why keep trying and putting themselves on the line of fire and all that? Sounds like an interesting book. We, ha- we yeah. have to definitely check it out. Yep. Yeah. So those are our geek outs of the week. Um, by the way, um, actually, um, this is not pop culture over pizza anymore. I just want to state this. This is pop culture over chocolate milk. Because, um, yeah, as you can see, I have it right here. You mean as you can hear? (laughs) Pop culture over quick. Oh, actually, Nesquik. Yeah, quick. right? Pop culture over strawberry milk. Oh, my gosh. Chocolate. This has gone off the deep end. Speaking about strawberry milk, why don't we talk about Spider-Man Far From Home? How was that for a segue? How the heck? Just All right. I'll, I'll go with it. Come on. I'm with Come it. Come on. Go ahead. I have yeah. to do with I like it. it. I like it. They both do start it. with S. And they're in the same color family. There you go. <laughs> See? I made my point. Strawberry milk is I pink. Would, I would drop this mic if I could, but then you guys won't hear me. So we're going to leave it at that. And then you probably um, break the mic. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yes. Spider-Man Far From Home. We were supposed to do a review on that, but again, circumstances are what they are and stuff. So I did um, do a review, but I did something wrong with the mixer, and it came out really, really bad. So let me ask you a question. Sorry. How bad is it? Can it's we, bad. Can we, can we still... We can't salvage it. We it, tried. Is it a releasable type of thing? It's not releasable at all. Uh, I know it sucks because I had a uh, really good guest that hopefully we can have again in the future. His name is uh, Danny, and uh, he's a Spider-Man expert. Mm-hmm. Oh, Knows everything about Spider-Man from the every single main story and the side story. Is he, you know, when the Spider-Man game came out, he bought the Spider-Man PS4 and he beat the game 100% in three days. Yeah, in 100% three days. Yeah, 100% yeah. in three or four days, something crazy like that. Wow. He 100% of the game and everything. And he's that kind of a fanatic. And he had some really good insight. So hopefully, I can have him on for a Spider-Man discussion. I was yeah, thinking we maybe we can do. Yeah. Well, I was thinking maybe we can do like kind of like a Spider a Spider-Man like comic book readout. We'll like you know read it and then talk about that comic and have him on. It would be awesome to have him as a guest spot again. Yeah, we just we should just have like a, a Spider-Man centric episode. You know, a Spider-Man geek out. Yeah, exactly. So that works. 
Well, the movie came out. Um, it did gangbusters at the box office. It's actually headed toward a billion dollars yeah. as we speak. I think the last time I looked at it, it was like nine hundred and eighty mm-hmm. million. Yeah, um, good. which is amazing considering Disney is cleaning up the the box office space because uh, yeah. we have a new number one, a new, new number one, new king of <laughs> king of the movie space. I do not know how they could ever ever beat it at this point i don't i don't see any company ever james cameron is not going to be able to james cameron created movies before marvel went into the realm we still have star wars coming out this december i I mean regardless it's still disney but that it's still disney no no yeah i know i don't think think it's going to dethrone it at all think of it this way there is only i believe two movies in the last five five or six years that are not non-Disney and that are not uh, non-universal that have made a billion dollars. And that one movie is Aquaman. Everything else is Disney. Yeah, but see, there's circumstances behind there. No, but everything else is Disney and everything else is pretty much Fast and the Furious because that's that's the universal piece right there. Those are the movies that make a billion dollars. Everybody else, nobody's hit a billion dollars except Aquaman. Disney is a freaking... Disney is a freaking parasite. Yeah, but see, Aquaman is just it's it's just because those DC fanboys are just craving something good and No, but I enjoyed Aquaman. I enjoyed you know, Aquaman too. I, I thought it was I, I it was can't a believe fun. it made, I can't believe it made a billion dollars, but I'm a, a man who talks to fish, right? I don't know, man. I I would love to see Marvel do a, a Namor movie. I think Namor is a, is much better than Aquaman personally, story-wise. Yeah. yeah. Well, don't shake your head. Listen, you haven't even read Namor, buddy. Listen, you don't listen. even know how badass he is. There, there yeah. may be there may be hope for you in the future. Oh yeah, I, I'm gonna I leave it at that. Mm-hmm. But um, and not to get too sidetracked on what we were discussing, but I just saw an article today. J.J. Abrams is looking to get into the DC universe, and again, take this with a grain of salt because it is a rumor. But they are talking to him about Man of Steel. Oh, and man, really? Um, oh my God! What is the other? And uh, oh, Green Lantern. Ooh. Green Lantern. Hmm. Those are two properties that were mentioned I mean, in that you article. Know, so, like, I'm not a fan of Superman, but I'm totally a fan of Hal Jordan. You know what I mean? I think they could totally do a Hal Jordan Green Lantern. You know, properly. Well, they were supposed so. to do the Green Lantern core, right? Yeah. Um, which never, you know, panned out because the DCEU went. You know, crash and burned. Yes, basically, absolutely. So, well, anyway, let's talk about Spider-Man: Far From Home. I saw it in. I didn't see it. Well, you know what? I'm not even going to get into how I saw it. I just saw it. Let's put it that way. (laughs) You know. Um, Yeah. It was a very interesting movie for me. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, No, no, no. I don't have anything bad. Really bad to say. a lot of the things were were kind of you kind of saw coming, right? Okay. Um, I didn't like Nick Fury's characterization in this movie. It didn't feel Nick Fury enough, and I know that at the very end of the you had the end at this credit point scene, you can spoil, right? I mean, like, like yeah. There, listen, no. it's already made a billion dollars. Yeah. You had to have been somebody that had watched yeah, this movie absolutely. already. So at the <laughs> yeah. end of the movie, they revealed that he's been a scroll, right? Now, did they? Is it he's been a scroll the entire time, or he just kind of pops back and forth when he needs to? You didn't feel that Nick Fury was too like Nick Fury esque. I thought he was. 
He was yeah, getting. I think, I think he, he was, was like classic. He was getting mm. wrecked. They disrespected the crap out of him. Yeah. It didn't. There were there were times that I'm looking at it. And I'm like, uh, you know what? I don't know. Nick it, Fury is harder than this. Nick Fury's got that really. You know, I I can understand in Captain Marvel, he was still becoming the Nick Fury that we yeah. were going to see. Yeah. In this one, it was just like you know he he got duped originally by by Mysterio. Um, there, there were, there were certain little things that when I looked at him and mm-hmm. how he was portraying him, and I guess he was doing it because of the end credit scene to show that that really wasn't him, but it didn't, it didn't feel like it was Nick Fury. It felt like I mean, somebody I don't know if occupying I, I, I don't, space. I mean, I mean, that's, but that's exactly what happened, right? Yeah, I, I know. So maybe that's the reason why, yeah. you know, but it just, I guess what I'm saying is if the scroll was supposed to emulate Nick Fury and his Fury isms, he didn't do a good job. Well, if of you doing remember it. though, like with that, that that end credit scene, the second end credit scene, um, he was supposed to emulate Nick Fury for a moment just to give the glasses, and then he just decided he to like up in the he got caught up in everything, and then he decided to stay. It was basically supposed to be a one day mission. That he ended up staying the entire week. Okay, so, so maybe you know, maybe that's that. the reason why I didn't get enough maybe, fury yeah. out of Fury in this. But one. I, I thought that like he was he was he did a decent job as as Furious. Like he he had like a lot of the Sam Jackson, you know, like mannerisms and stuff like that, and like you know his like attitudes and everything. Uh, I, I I liked the part where he he got the. The, basically the coded message from happy yeah. he read that he like got that which mm-hmm. is interesting because like how does a scroll know to act like a secret agent and understand these coded languages well, it, you know? it could be that he's he spent a lot of time with fury yeah i mean or, that's the and, thing that's you know. the other thing too right like maybe he's just always been impersonating nick fury over the years oh my gosh you know that'd <laughs> be crazy that would be beyond crazy but anyway stuff, you know so what what did you think of uh in in, in finality of the uh so i enjoyed home. i enjoyed the film i really liked um how they ended it up with the that first end credit scene and, yes. and you had that's so crazy that famous blogger that came out of nowhere right um i so let me ask you this: um, Is there a multiverse? I mean, obviously. There and where did, where did he get the the idea and the notion of a multiverse? Because and then all, the, oh, all well, those little things where he was like, okay, well, you know what? Let's put up this graphic of you know. Well, so you got to remember that 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 his thing is that like you know, Mysterio's. I almost called him Ray Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 you know, you got to remember that he's cool. he's a scientist. All these people, they're scientists, and they have wild imaginations to be scientists. But That's aside true. from that, aside That's from true. that, you got to remember that he was working with somebody that like created the story, you know, created all the dialogue. Yeah. So you know, he worked with somebody that's creative, and it's like, hmm, I wonder what could work right now. You know what I mean? They saw what happened in, in New York when, like, mm-hmm. um, when Loki attacked and everything. They saw the portal. They saw a different universe. So it's not that far-fetched to be like, hmm, portal, wormhole, multi-universe. It's, it's not that far-fetched for, like, and that's their thing. Their whole thing was, that like, let's create a story that everyone's going to believe, you know? And with everything that's happened, yeah, it's easy to see that there's a multiverse. But he wouldn't be privy to all of that stuff. Why like, not? Like, like the stuff, you know, that... Um the, the wise one 
the no 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 that's fine he wouldn't be privy to that where it's like well if you take this, yes you, that's true you but i'm not talking about off, that you know, i'm talking like, about like when when all those aliens came in mm-hmm. in the middle of manhattan they all came in from the sky from a hole in the sky you know okay. so that's what i'm saying that like if you see a hole in the sky and aliens coming in you think wormhole and you think universes and you know, it wouldn't be that hard for someone to suggest multiverse, multiverse. and then you to believe it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's where I so that's where I th- sit on the that. The other thing, and again, I'm I'm nitpicking at this point. Um, you know, his, his grand plan was he he wants to be the greatest superhero of all time, right? That's that's he wants, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's. But you know, he's faking the funk, basically. Mm-hmm. What happens when you have a real threat because you know it's coming? Mm-hmm. What does he do at that point? He gets exposed as a fraud. So how how does that work? How does he manage that part? You, you know, know what I'm saying? That's that's the only thing that I I had a flaw in his logic of what he wanted to do because you're you're there and you wanna you wanna stop. Um, you're you're. It's basically revenge against Tony Stark, even though Tony yeah. Stark is dead. Yes. Spoiler for something that you should have seen a gazillion times already. Um, anyway, uh, so, you know, what's his grand scheme? So, I mean, what's his, I, end, I, I, what's I, his I, end game? Oh, listen. you like that, right? <laughs> I like that. Nice. That's a good one. No, no. Nice tie-in. Nice tie-in. Good callback. Good callback. There you go. No, so I think that, like, his end game is just fame and fortune. You know, he wants to be Tony Stark. He's gonna get you know? exposed at some point. He he will get exposed at some point. But what's to say that like hey like after I'm Mysterio, right? I get all the fame and fortune. Everybody looks to me for like you know new inventions, and I make all this money and stuff like that. What's to say that I don't come up with a story where I end up retired or fakes his own death? Because you remember that he can like fake his own death in the movie. So that's the next question. I'm gonna you throw know? it out. The to other you thing too guys. is like, is he really dead? I yes. don't know. I honestly hope that he is dead. Really? Yeah. Only because, only because they did Mysterio so perfect, perfect. The word yeah. perfect, in my opinion, mm-hmm. that I don't know how you top his performance by bringing him back. If well, you bring him back, I feel like that's like, you know. There's a lot of stories you can tell with Mysterio, though. There's a lot. Yeah, that's that's true. I, but, I think all man Logan think, straight away. That's know? true, but see, here's my thing: is that like I don't think that like in in this MCU storyline, there you bring any of those stories in. He served as purpose purpose for restarting the next phase. That's it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now let's say in the future you do a whole nother Spider Man reboot because they love doing Spider Man reboots. I'm thinking this is know? this is the number that I'm thinking. Ah, uh, right? Yeah. The Sinister Six. Yeah, yeah. The he Sinister would, Six. He would yeah. be good, you know, because he is he is quote unquote the master of illusion, right? That's true. So that's true. That's the number you know. I'm thinking. Because but you see they can have, do things like that too though. They you can have still vulture. Bring him. They can still bring him back in certain ways. Right? How so? Well he maybe he maybe the Sinister Six already is in play and the only ones that are left over are the five, but with Mysterious plans or his input that was already done and stuff like that. Who knows if that's like I mean it would be kind of cool to see like future the next like spider-man movies um introduce the uh the the sinister six but with like mysterio's already gone we've got some of them out there already because we have vulture yeah we have well mysterio if he's alive and he's still around 
scorpions out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do we have Shocker still? He died, and then someone else took his glove. So we do have Shocker. So we've got four so far. And technically, um, you have the. Oh wait, no, wrong movie. Who's that? <laughs> I was gonna say the Rhino, but then I was like, oh, gross. No, 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 no. Let's gross. let's not let's not go back there. You know. <laughs> Come on, Amazing Spider-Man was still great. I liked it. The first one, the second one, not so I much. I loved the second one. The second, really? I absolutely loved the second one. With um, my favorite Spider-Man. Yeah, which one? You the Amazing with, Spider-Man Two. Not Spider Spider-Man Two. Amazing Spider-Man too. with um, what's his face? Uh, yeah, Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield, really? Yes. You like the second one? I loved it. Okay. Okay. I mean, there's only one thing that I didn't like, which was uh, Green Goblin's. Uh, yeah, I was about to say. Like, I didn't like his look and everything. But mm-hmm. Otherwise, I loved the story. I love how they did Gwen Stacy's death. I I loved everything about it. Okay. Okay. And I like Jamie Foxx as um, Electro. You know. I wasn't a fan of that. No, I, like I, it. I wasn't no. a fan of that. So, you know. That but dope. anyway, that's a different. It's all good. So, um, my point in general is I, I enjoyed uh, Far From Home. I thought it was pretty good. And like I said, a billion a billion dollars later, I think a lot of other people enjoyed it also. And it's set up for future Spider-Mans. So, what do you guys think about the movie? I'm gonna so, put it in a nutshell. So, it was a it was an enjoyable roller coaster. But that first end credit scene, have you ever seen yeah. that, that fight between Piccolo and Android 17, where they're just doing those ridiculous punches, and you see they're going all the way through the spinal cord? No. No. <laughs> no I, 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 I don't remember it, actually. All right, well, yeah. basically, the gut punch of all gut punches, like, damn. <laughs> that was... That was a crazy ending. I did not see that no. coming. You want to know the perfect punch? No, nah, don't worry. I'm, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. But no, um, what was I going to say? <laughs> I mean, at the same time, who's... I mean, he put it in like a really good... Like, he framed it really well to make Spider-Man out to be the villain. But we all know that's going to get resolved. Somehow. Well, I mean, sure... Sure, but they revealed his face, so... How many slices do you give it? Eight out of eight. Say eight out of eight. I'm going <laughs> to say... So, for those of you guys that haven't... If this is the first time on our show, we don't do uh, ten out of ten. Typical New York pie has eight slices, so we do eight. Well, you know, we do our rating out of eight slices. Freaking A. Because uh-uh. it's New York. Dragon <laughs> balls. Dragon we could do Dragon Balls also. No, that's, <laughs> yeah. me. that's me. Okay, that's yeah. yours. So, yeah. so, I can never say anything is perfect. I'm not even going to give... A, I, oh, I can't even say that now. But eh, seven out of... I mean, seven and a half out of eight. I'll give it that much. Okay. Not bad. That's good. What about you, Elias? Um, so, I got I to gotta admit that last... Well, not the last end credit scene, but the first one, that was... I got like, I don't know how to play it. Let me just think of something. Bananas. Punch me. Yeah, this is gonna be like a silence for like a couple seconds. Um. Okay, I got it. There you go. <laughs> um, I got like punched by one punch man, 
and Goku Ultra Instinct. Okay, that sounds pretty serious. And I really don't know how I survived that. But um, moving on. Um, okay, so one thing I really loved from that movie, um, I gotta admit, I kind of did like how Mysterio played Mysterio, like uh, Wolfie said, because Mysterio, he he seems like no. I liked how they play, portrayed Peter Parker, actually, because okay. they made him super gullible. Yeah, they did. They they made well, him a teenager. Yeah, they made <laughs> gullible. Yeah, gullible. He's a kid. Very. Yeah, he's a kid. He's, yeah, that's that's what he does. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah. I I don't really I mean, have much to say because most most people already said it. So. So what's your Dragon Ball rating? Half of a Dragon Ball, so. So you can. No, I can't. Yeah, you can. No, I can't. Just split it right down the middle. It's impossible to break a Dragon Ball. Okay, so let's just say this: seven what and is a half. It? Just ask Shenron to do it. Yeah, let's just say Shenron only gave me one wish. Do you? you <clears throat> GT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't look. Don't pay attention to any of what I said. <laughs> what? Okay. We'll just we'll just extract yeah, yeah. that, you know. So seriously, no. What what did you think? What's what's the rating? Give us a score. Come on, give rating. us a rating. Give us a rating. Uh, okay, I'm gonna rate it off of pies. Um, seven seven and a half pies. Seven and a half slices. Slice, slice, slice. Because that's a lot of pies. <laughs> what what was in that chocolate milk? What's going What's going on with your chocolate milk? Are you crashing? It seems like you're crashing. <laughs> you were crashing. like super high crashing. energy Woo. a couple minutes ago, and now you're crashing hard. I am crashing. So seven out of eight slices. Seven and a half. Yeah. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. All right. Well, I'll go because I, I'm typically the guy that that criticizes and and. You know, gives the harsher reviews. I'll go six and a half out of eight. That's crazy to me. I'm going to go eight out of eight because there, honestly, in my opinion, was not a single thing wrong with the movie. I can't think of one thing that I didn't like. Okay, you know what? I'm going to adjust my rating just a little bit. You're going to steal a slice. Huh? <laughs> you're gonna take you're gonna take an extra slice. <laughs> I'm gonna take an extra half a slice. Okay, I'm gonna okay, seven out of eight. Seven. I'll, seven I'll out do eight. seven okay. out of eight. So there you go. Spider-Man, Far From Home. Say again? My mind is blown. Your mind is blown. Wolfie here is having House of X withdrawal. Seriously, <laughs> like, I can't yeah. believe I have to wait like a month before I get the next Just week. read it again. I'm going to probably read it again every Read it in day. small bites. I'm gonna, I don't, read I a page here and there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Two yeah. comic panels here and there. Dude. It's so good. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. We gotta anyway. get we we gotta get this guy some liquid, some fluid. He's losing it. <laughs> I need some milk and cookies. <laughs> my milk and cookies. Have 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 the chocolate milk that Eli, Elias Burn, is I don't having. know what I don't know what's in that chocolate. <laughs> I don't want I don't want anything what he's got. <laughs> Here we go. See, I stayed away from that stuff. <laughs> he had the chocolate milk, you had the strawberry milk. I'm crashing a little bit actually. <laughs> See, I think I it was had, a bad idea. I went to safe water. Route. I had water. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Water. Mm. All right. All right. Speaking about water, uh, San Diego Comic Con. I'm on fire with Dude. these with these transitions today. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. I like it. it. Yeah. What does water have anything? To do? It's right there on the coast. 
Water. I guess. I might as well be doing Illuminati confirms at this point. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. Okay. Yeah. I I take it. You know, San Diego water. I just sure. See, Wolfie's in my corner over here. I got you, You bro. He's in my corner. I got you. So we're gonna talk about the Golden State Comic Book Convention. Oh wait, I'm sorry. That was the original name of the San Diego Comic Con, 49 years ago. The thing has been around since 1970. If uh, if we go the official date of the very first Comic-Con, March 21, 1970. And it was known as the Golden State Comic Book Convention. Boy, has it come a long way since then, you know? Um, This was an interesting Comic-Con because not a lot happened, but a lot happened, if that makes sense. I mean, I think a lot happened. In one specific sector. The only one that matters. Well, I know, but I'm <laughs> saying. Because usually we, we have DC in that space. We have, you know, a lot of other announcements. We didn't have that many this this year. And yeah. I think maybe it's because it's the return of Marvel Studios back to Hall H. Yeah. Because I think they were, they were missing the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. They were doing their announcements in their own in their own space. I think D twenty three was one of the the spaces that they did it. Um, I think in the New York Comic Con they 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 showed they showed stuff over there as well. But, Forgive um, me. What's Hall H? Hall H is the hallowed venue where the main panels in the San Diego Comic Con occur. So um, you have, like, you know, we've been to different comic book conventions, right? And they have different um, rooms and different places like that. So think of Hall H as the main stage of Comic-Con. That's the best way to put it. So all the big announcements happen generally through Hall H. Gotcha. Okay? So we had a couple of things come out um, for this Comic-Con. There was a trailer for Star Trek Picard. I don't yeah. know if you guys saw that. There yeah. is a new number one, and he's a dog. <laughs> so, sorry, Riker, but uh, you've been replaced I, it by... Looks what good. is it? Pit Bull, like right? It is it no, Pit? No, I don't think it's a Pit. I think it's a... We'll, we'll, we'll look into we'll that, look but it's a dog. It, yeah. It's got four It's got four legs. But I, I like the look of it. Yeah. It looks, it looks, it looks pretty J.J. Abrams, actually. Yeah. And it's, it's set in... Oh, no. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about... Um, Tarantino and his mm-hmm. uh, Star Trek because the Star the Star Trek that Tarantino's doing is supposedly set in that Kelvin timeline that J.J. Abrams introduced in the movies when uh, he did his Tarantino's thing. doing a Star Trek. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm a Star Wars guy, so not a, not yeah. a super Trekkie. That could be his tenth film, what? and you were you were bugging out, right? Yeah, because you didn't know about the tenth I didn't. film deal I that didn't. he has, I right? Didn't. That's so he's crazy. retiring. So just just so that everybody knows what we're talking about, Quentin Tarantino has always said from the beginning that he's going to do 10 films and he's going to retire. So now there's a little controversy because Kill Bill and Kill Bill 2, right, they were released as two separate movies, but in his mind, it's, it's one. one film. Yeah. So technically, the one that just came out this weekend, um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Wait, it came out this weekend? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So... That one. I have to go check it out. I'll give you guys a review. I heard. I heard it was pretty, pretty good. I heard it was pretty good. Tarantino. Actually, is it this weekend or is it the upcoming weekend? I'm not sure. I, I don't think that it came out this weekend. Okay, it so it's co- it's coming weekend. out yeah. because I know I've seen reviews on it. So most likely you're right. Yeah. It's coming up. 
Um, so technically, that's his ninth film. Yeah. So he's got one more left, and it could be Star Trek. Interesting. So he's trying to figure out the whole Kelvin timeline because there's there's a couple of articles online where he has no idea what that means. I mean, I could see him giving up, like, let's say, because I don't see him retiring from filmmaking. He's done, I, but he's I can done see, his I thing. Can, I can see him, like, retire from his own original stuff. And just doing and other doing stuff? doing things like other properties. Like, all right, I don't want to write anymore. Um, I don't want to work on my films now. I want to, like, now play around how with these other think, things. How like do you think Star that would Trek. work? I don't know, man. Because... Like, his original stuff is really good. Yeah, but it's also very different from anything and I know. everything. So, how is he going to be able to adapt the screen, the screenplay that's not his? That's going to be an I interesting. Don't know. Could way you imagine a Django version of Star Trek? Oh. <laughs> Picard oh Unchained. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yeah, uh, it's kind of weird. Be interesting. I'm yeah. looking forward to that now. Yeah. So cool. Um, so that's out on uh, out there, but um. Picard has... So let me ask you this then. You've seen the trailer for Picard. Are you going to subscribe to CBS or access for it? I'm not sure. I may I may do what I usually do with a lot of subscriptions, which is I'll do their free trial and binge it and then cancel. Okay. Just because I don't see myself like... There's too many subscriptions out there. I stick to Netflix and Hulu it's getting worse and I'm too. done. You know what I mean? At this point, it's going to be more expensive. I might as well just go back to cable. You know what I mean? At this point, that's that's where it's going because you have Netflix, you have Hulu. Yeah. Hulu is now being bought out by Disney. Disney. Yeah. Disney has Disney Plus coming, which it's coming when very Disney, soon. Yeah, when Disney Plus comes, I'm going to end up having to cancel my Hulu and get Disney Plus. Yeah. Well, yeah. if you cancel Hulu, you're going to miss out on some of the shows that they're putting out there. What because the hell? They're, because <laughs> they're putting out uh, some adult animation Modoc being one of them. I wonder if they're gonna do something where, like, if you do Disney Plus, it includes Hulu. I think they're gonna bundle it. I think yeah. they will. You know, it makes sense for them to yeah. do it because Disney Plus is gonna be more the family-oriented fare, and Hulu yeah. would be where you would see the well, wherever, Daredevils, wherever the Punishers, my show, and wherever stuff. Daredevil is, that's where I'm subscribed. So you're going Hulu then? Yeah. But then All you right. miss out on the Mandalorian. Oh my God. <laughs> Because Mandalore, and you're going to miss out on some of the stuff that uh, we're going to get into very, very soon. Because those right. are Disney+. Plus. I'm postponing my decision. Okay. So, CBS, eh. I probably won't subscribe okay. to that. Okay, yeah. very good. So, Sorry, CBS, but that, you guys are way too late to the game. It is what it is. Um, there were some other trailers that came out. Top Gun. Is coming back. Definitely awesome. watching that. Yeah. Can't wait to see that. That trailer was fantastic. I freaking love Top Gun. You saw that, right? I didn't get to see that. Oh, my God. What is wrong with you? Oh, my Dude, gosh. what? I was going through all the trailers. That's the one. Somebody go get me a bucket over. of ice to throw on him. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's We're bringing back the ice bucket challenge. <laughs> you know? Oh, no, no, no. You have to watch that trailer. And, and I love it. You probably have to watch the original movie to understand what's going on. Because oh, yeah, for sure. You haven't seen Top Gun? What is... All right, look, go to your nearest, like, Dollar General, okay, where they probably have, like, dollar DVDs. I mean, I wish, Blockbuster. Get, <laughs> I mean, you're going to get Top Gun, but you might as well get Days of Thunder, too, because, you know, they both great Tom Cruise movies from the same era yeah. around that time. Yeah. Um, those are classics. Those are two classics. You need to watch them, educate yourself, and then you can finally call yourself a man. <laughs> 
Oh, dude, that, that was harsh. <laughs> that was harsh. My girlfriend absolutely hates anything with Tom Cruise. Really? Yeah, she absolutely hates Tom Cruise. My wife is the same way. She hates Colin Farrell. Yeah, but anything, I can see that. Anything that he's Colin in, Farrell's done a lot of bad movies. Yeah, that's true. But she doesn't. She just doesn't like his face. Yeah, you that's know what I'm saying. That, that's that's, my, that's all it know, is. My girlfriend's you know? same issue. She just doesn't like his face or his voice. But she's missing out on some his really name. good movies. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying because you have the whole entire Mission Impossible catalog yeah. that he's done. Mission Impossible is um, great. What else has uh, he done? Well, you don't have to talk about the mummy. Oh God! No. I forgot that he did that. That was supposed that. to be the he start of the dark universe. Yeah, because you know I thought it'd be good. I didn't think it'd basically be Mission Impossible with toilet paper wraps. What's wrong with that? You wanted to watch? It was horrible. Because right. okay, look, there's one thing. If you want to make the mummy, you don't make the main character become the mummy. You just don't do that. Why'd you spoil it? Wow. <laughs> you, you can't spoil crap, though. <laughs> What's wrong with making the thing? You can't spoil crap. Well, I'm going to watch anyway because it's Tom Cruise. I have a man crush on you. Even with all that Scientology crap you got going on, I'm going to watch it and I'm going to support it. You've got Jack Ryan, which is awesome. Yes, it was very good. Uh, you also have, and this is turning into a Tom Cruise podcast now, but... <laughs> Um, what else do you well, have? Just look great. at the old, the old, the old movies that he had. He had the one where he was the lawyer and he was running all the time. What the heck is the name of that movie? You know um, which one I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. In in oh every, I, I take it Dude. back because in every movie he runs. That's yes. that's, that's like his, his. That's his trademark thing. You ever seen the movie Night and Day? Night and the, Day. That's the one with him. That's his attempt at comedy. It was a, an action comedy with him and Cameron Diaz. Really? And he, yeah. It was more like a rom-com type of thing, but it was okay. set in him being a spy and she being the unwilling participant in his spiness. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you have I didn't that. hear that, but there is one. Jerry Maguire, what's up? Classic. Come on, right in the fields. Yep. What else? What is this? Uh, the one with Emily Blunt? I thought that one was phenomenal. Oh, the one based on the, uh, the manga. That one was Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. That one. Which, is, which is really, truly called um, Die, Live, Repeat. Yes. Live, Die, Repeat. Live, Die, Repeat. Live, yeah. Die, Repeat. Which is based on well, actually, the Edge, manga. Edge, the, the name of the movie is Edge of Tomorrow, Live, Die, Repeat. Right. Yeah, yeah. But originally it came out as Edge of Tomorrow. And then they put Live, Die, Did Repeat they? right afterwards. Oh, okay. Yes. They marketed it as okay. Edge of Tomorrow. I had this discussion with Jose yeah. also. And it's based on a manga that's called... Um, Live, die, repeat. No, no, no. It's not called that. It's called um, uh, something with kill. Um, Um, All you need is kill. kill. My favorite manga. Anyway, that movie's phenomenal. It is. You really need to see it. It really is amazing. So So you have that. You have... um, He's got a a whole bunch of... Oh, the biggest one of all. A Few Good Men. Yeah. How could you forget that? That's what I'm saying. Tom Cruise is the man. Helen, I don't know what you got (laughs) against him. I'm going to force you one of these days to watch a Tom Cruise movie. Let her watch A Few Good Men first. I think that'll hook her, and then you can can start, you know, feeding her little bits and pieces of other Tom Cruise-iness. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, Okay, so you have Tom Top Gun, right? Yeah. Um, Some of the other trailers that came out, you had It Chapter 2. 
Mm. Which looks pretty good. You're not. A, are you a horror I'm fan? Not, I'm, I'm not a horror fan. Oh, you know, okay. at one point I was like the old slasher movies I really liked, and just it's, Halloween. It's yeah, a trilogy. I saw Halloween as a trilogy. That looks dope. Yep. That does look cool. I'm interested mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, what else we got? We had Watchmen. Yeah, a trailer for the Watchmen. Not, I'm not too thrilled, really. Uh, when I saw the teaser trailer, I was really excited because it looked very Zack Snyder esque, and I loved the Watchmen movie. Um, I mean, I really don't understand why WB just does like another tangent. I don't understand why DC and Warner Brothers like hates Zack Snyder so much. <laughs> uh, it's literally what all the fans want. But, but it's interesting because when he was doing it, nobody wanted it. You know what it is? Yeah, I guess it is. It's one of those, you know, DC I fan. I honestly, look, I, I, I know I apologize to you, DC fans out there. Metatron. Uh, but I, I'm sorry, man. You what guys do me? it to yourselves, to be honest with you. You know what I mean? The majority of DC fans, when Zack Snyder stuff is, is out, is like, oh, man, another super dark and gloomy and nasty movie. He gets cut. It's like, oh, man, where's the Snyder cut? It's you know true. what I mean? It's so true. You I know, loved I, everything Snyder. You know I what I mean? It's just I thought it was great, and I thought it was a great contrast to, like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, absolutely. You know, but It was a whatever. deconstruction of the superhero genre. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, what, that's what he was doing. Yeah. And, but I think that's the thing that he, he touched a, a certain property, a certain character. Yeah. And that's the thing that riled up the DC fans at the beginning because Man of Steel, and I love Man of Steel. I loved it. But I thought it was great. the ending... Where they, where he chose to kill, um, I'm okay with that. No, no, I am too. But yeah. you have a certain section of fandom. Yeah, I know that you cannot touch certain things about their characters. Superman doesn't kill. Batman doesn't use guns, which I will tell you is a fallacy. Because that if is you go fallacy. into the Frank comics, Miller, absolutely, you go yes. into the comics. For sure. he uses guns. Okay, yes. but there's that. this, there's this whole notion that. These characters have to be like that, and he chose to change that around and turn it on its head. And the DC fans didn't like that piece, and I think that's the reason why they turned on him. But now you got Justice League that came out, which was a piece of crap. Thank you. Um, and so now all of a sudden, all, yeah, no. <laughs> all of a sudden, you know, you got the love for Snyder. You yeah, know? I mean, I would totally love to see a Snyder cut. Justice, I League. would too. You know, I've seen some of the stills of like the original. Uh, he's just look. he's just trolling people now with all that stuff. Yeah, that he's, he's like, releasing. well, this is what I wanted it to look like, like not concept art, the actual like prints from the movie. Dark like, side. This is how revealed. I wanted it to look like, mm-hmm. and this is what DC did. You know what I mean? So, you know, it it, it is what it. Not DC. WB. 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 Oh. You know. Well, um, so. What else came out? Yeah, so we Oh, no, no, so sorry. Just, Watchmen. I'm, I'm, Watchmen. I apologize. We, we I know, off. we went off on tangents. So, yes, yeah, so like, I, I, I thought that the teaser trailer that came out um, beforehand was very Snyder-esque, and I was totally in on it. And now this trailer that came out over um, SDCC, it dials it back a little bit for me. It brings it back to, like, like I was saying, it, was, it looked like a CW kind of feel, you know what I mean? Like, the sets don't look crisp the, the it doesn't feel very epic which do you get a sense of the story from from that trailer 
I get a sense of a story that, that, that I mean, I see who the point of views are, are mm-hmm. going to be. It's going to be the cop and, and, and the, the, the lady, the, you know, that family and stuff right. like that. And mm-hmm. from their point of view. Um, but it seems that like it's going to be super heavy on that. Whereas Zack Snyder's, you know, Watchmen was very, um, I don't want to say fragmented, but like. It played out more like a comic book, where it was like, okay, well, it was very faithful this, to the original. Yeah, it was. You know, comic it, it was it was this uh, this person's storyline and that person's storyline, Doctor Manhattan storyline and stuff like that, and like everything was very beautiful, very epic. Like every single scene in Watchmen was epic. This looks to me like Smallville, and that's not a good sign, personally. Yeah, I I, you know? I agree with that because um, and it's funny because a lot of people actually did like the trailer, but I'm in your camp. I it it kind of underwhelmed me just a little bit, um, mm. but hey, listen, HBO has a pretty good track record when it comes to this stuff, so I'm gonna give them a pass and I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna check it out. Gonna give them the benefit of the doubt, yes, because it is HBO. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. I think I think that they maybe they I I almost feel like they possibly could have like rushed this to 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 try to get something out after Game of Thrones. Yeah, because and it's then now that you now. have The Witcher coming oh, out, oh, there you go. That's a good segue. Okay, that's a I segue. like that. That's like a segue. That. Now that you have The Witcher, um, I feel like The Witcher may actually overshadow HBO now. You know, that is. I the, think that'll be the thing that it goes like oh. HBO is not where we go to get premium, you know. Uh, Netflix is killing it in this yeah. space, you know. Netflix, yeah. yeah. Well, Netflix is also trying to like make sure that they have the right properties before Disney unveils their thing, because. And WB is unveiling theirs. This is like an arms race. It feels it like it is. Everybody's trying to get their nuclear option ready. CBS know? already has theirs, so yeah. you, you're pretty soon you're gonna see. NBC, Fox. Well, CBS is Pakistan. You know? They have they have nuclear <laughs> options, but nobody really believes that they're gonna use it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay. I mean, come on, CBS. Really? Like, what are you gonna do? You got you got Picard. Like, okay, good job. That's cool. You know what I mean? Well, Disney's have- Disney's just gonna throw the Mandalorian at you. Like, all right, what do you got? Mandalorian in November. And, we have a, we have a know? date. Yeah, we have a CB- date for that, it, it, so. CBS. I don't even know what you're doing, man. CBS try is trying. They, yeah, they have the Star it, Trek. Just like they have the Star Trek, um, the other series that that I think they're on season two now, and now they're rolling out with Picard. Yeah. So they're going very Star Trek heavy, and they ha- they also had the Twilight Zone with um, Jordan Peele. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So they they are trying, but that's good. That's three shows. Yeah. <laughs> And they have go been, ahead, go ahead, go 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 fight, see, go fight Netflix's no, catalog no, no, no. Yeah, with three shows. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> That's what be. I said. Pakistan. All right, look, I love all my people in the Middle East uh, and in Asia. Okay, uh, but you know, U.S. <laughs> or Russia go to war with Pakistan. I think yeah. you know what's going to happen if you yeah. go on a nuclear arm race. Listen, we're we're promoting peace here. We're not. We're not. Oh, we're sure. not we're I not, honestly uh, wish that there are just. I wish there was a Dr. Manhattan that would be the nuclear deterrent. Yeah. So, you know, so, so we have real that. quick, real quick, just, I know that we're on Comic Con, but just which ending was better to you? Book Watchmen or movie Watchmen? I have to rewatch that again. Cause I haven't seen, I haven't seen Watchmen in 
quite the, the, a minute. The Watchmen ending so in the movie was the nuke. It was a nuclear deterrent. It's mm-hmm. like anybody tries to like use nukes, Doctor Manhattan's just gonna kill everyone. Mm-hmm. And and the other and one in is Doctor. Ma- in in the book, it was a monster. I have to go with the movie then. Yeah, it I, made more sense, right? Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. I love the know. book. I read the book. Like, did you see wait. the the extended version of of Watchmen? I don't know. There don't is know. a there is an extended cut out there that adds more. There's flavor a Snyder to cut. It. A Snyder cut. Yeah, <laughs> a, a, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Damn, these Snyder cuts are gonna be freaking. That one loops in. I believe there's a there was a comic book within the comic book, the Black Freighter. Oh, that's right. There's stuff. There's stuff in oh, that sick. one. So you know, because that was actually one of the gripes that they didn't have the Black Freighter in the movie. But there, then it would have made the movie super long. There's a there's a cut. There's Sweet. a cut out there. Awesome. So you need to go check that out. You know? What what else from uh, Comic Con? What about you guys? Anything from Comic Con that you guys, uh, Elias and Metatron, are kind of excited about, or or did did Walt do all the homework here? Um, <laughs> the Dark Crystal that was part of it, right? Yes, it was. Okay, that looks interesting. Yeah. Not, not, oh God! Sorry, <laughs> I forgot what I was for a second. <laughs> he forgot then, uh, he was at a podcast. I know he's getting too casual here. You know? uh, <laughs> so they, I couldn't quite tell. It looks like a prequel because the Dark Crystal isn't. It's very much intact, whereas in the original movie, it got reforged into like the original. So this looks like a prequel. Well, it looks pretty interesting. So I saw the trailer for it. They they are putting in a lot of money into that. Oh um, yeah. And okay, so I'm going to definitely get that for you. I don't like Dark Crystal, by the way. <laughs> oh my gosh! Now let me ask you a question. They're going back. So it is a prequel series. Ah, okay. Okay. And it takes place, get this, a thousand years before the events of the film. Oh, what? So it follows three young Gelflings. With that? And they are struggling under the rule of the Skeksis and fighting for Gelfing freedom. Wow, so they've been at this for like 3,000 years? Yeah. A thousand years. Wow. So it's a 10-episode season, and it's going to be hitting Netflix in, on August 30th. And it's been a year, years in the making. So Goodness gracious, they have a lot of ground to cover. So let, let, let's, let me ask you this question, because usually when you have things like this, and I look at Yoda as the perfect example, right? Yoda started as a puppet, got changed into the digital oh, yes, space, yeah. right? How do you feel about their decision to stay puppetized? I think it'll be interesting. I know that Star Wars has pulled it off recently fairly well. They, 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 they still yeah, do they CGI, did. but they, they still do a lot of practical effects. Look at Rogue oh, One. And they yeah. brought back Yoda as a puppet. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Exactly. So he went from puppet to digital but to puppet. this is not going to have much, little to no digital. Really? Yeah, hmm, it's gonna be it's gonna be Jim Henson all the way. That's awesome. So that I think should that's be interesting. Of, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I, I looked at the little preview slash trailer so far, and it looks pretty decent. I mean, these guys they need work, so you know, it's uh, everything is CGI nowadays. Well, you know so. what? A, a lot of it is going back to practical effects. I think a lot of people are uh, realizing that the digital space, um, digital effects, they are they are 
you still have that uncanny valley yeah. where you see it and it doesn't yeah, yeah, feel yeah, real yeah. to you. Yeah. And I think a lot of filmmakers are realizing that and they're actually going back to practical effects, which yeah, in I my opinion so is awesome. I think I think know? so too. I mean, I think that there's an exception that could be made for comic book movies because, yeah, you know, it's a comic book. You know what I mean? We already know that it's fantasy, so the uncanny valley isn't too big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But when you see it, like in Star Wars, it's jarring. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because with Star Wars, you know, you, you, you remember the the original trilogy and stuff like that. And then when the prequel trilogies came out, it was, it was all it was digital. Just, it was kind of like, oh, man, this, this, this is just, you missed, I, it looks like a computer. You missed you know the texture I mean? of, yeah, of, you know of that. I mean? Yeah, it doesn't you know? feel like, you know, it's weird, it's weird to say this, but like the puppets make them feel real. Yeah, it's true. So because like, it's tangible. Of the texture, it's, it's tangible. Yeah, it's tangible. You know, you know when he's touching the puppet, when they interact with him, you know it's a real thing. It's not. You know, it's not CGI. So because sometimes you can tell when like they're not really touching that they're just touching air. Yeah. You know, or like some green like person. <laughs> um. So green yeah. people. That's Area cool. Area fifty one. Oh God. <laughs> he's he's been on this all week. <laughs> You've heard about that, right? Yes, I've heard about Area 51. The Ninja Run? Join the Facebook page, please. They can't stop us all. All right. Let's. let's, let's, Eli, Eli, I think, is down for the count over here. Hold on, hold on. I got another transition coming. Let's run to the meat. Oh, my God. (laughs) Let's run to the the meat of this conversation. Let's ninja run that way. All right. Past Area right, 51. Good segue. Sure. Into <laughs> I accept it. Into right Hall H. Make a right at Area 51, headed to Hall H, right? Yep, sure. But listen, that was... That <laughs> was the, <laughs> I had water, remember. That's all I'm going to say. Um, Spiked water. You don't have to of the secrets you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just leave it alone you know um hall h that that is where comic-con began and that's where it ended for me in this this year's version because hall h for marvel studios was the most ridiculous crazy mind-blowing i still i'm i still can't believe all the stuff that came out of that what what was it like an hour and a half presentation if that the stuff yeah, that came yeah. out of there was just there was stuff that we knew there was stuff that we had no idea i think we should just get into it you know um, um you know i personally think that like this was like there was there was there was san diego comic con and then there was marvel's announcement <laughs> exactly that's what it was like marvel at this point should just have their own that convention that's all it is. And they make an announcement like these. Well, they do. They had, like I said, they have D twenty three, which is their their yeah. version, their yeah. convention it's, and it's stuff. Disney's joint. You know, but yeah. I mean, should so we give us, should give we us go? the rundown? Okay, give so I'm gonna go chronologically phase four, and so now phase four is gonna be a different thing. It's gonna be two years worth of 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 movies. Okay, so it's gonna be a very short phase, mm-hmm. but. It's not just film; it's rolling in all the stuff that's coming through Disney Disney Plus. Everything is connected. So, in essence, they're forcing you that if you want to stay invested in the the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you have to subscribe to Disney Plus. Yeah, 
because let's start out with the first film. The first film, and I'm just going to run down these three the, mm-hmm. through this timeline real quick. The first film is Black Widow. Okay, so that's going to be a prequel, and they are going to touch upon Budapest. Yeah. Okay. And the villain in that uh, thing is Taskmaster. Okay. Which I'm very excited about. Mm-hmm. We're looking at the TV series that comes out right afterwards, which is The Falcon and the, and the Winter Soldier. Yep. Um, that's going to be a buddy cop movie, uh, TV show. I think it's 10 episodes that they said. And the villain in that is Baron Nemo. And yes. Baron Nemo? Yep. Nemo? I mean, um, Zemo, Zemo, Zemo. I'm sorry. Zemo, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm just imagining that in my head now. I'm, I'm 10,000 leagues under the sea on this one. You know? Oh, my God. The dad joke. Seriously? <laughs> I'm on a roll today, man. That water was spiked. Baron Zemo, and yes, he's going to be wearing the purple mask. Yep. You already have they confirmation already, uh, that. They already unveiled it, right? Uh, Eternal. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's a uh, there's a leaked picture out there. It's very very fuzzy, but you can clearly see he's got the, the mm-hmm. purple mask and the getup. Eternals, a film coming out November of 2020. That's gonna go back thousands of years, and now. The Eternals in the comic books, they are the genesis for everything superhero in yes. the Marvel Cinematic yeah. Universe. Yeah. Um, my guess is that may lean into some mutant action. Maybe they I'm are assuming the creators. So. I'm assuming so. Uh, I, 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 I almost feel like they're setting up uh, why Secret would you, Wars. Yeah, but why would you why would you put mm. them why would you put this movie in there if you're not gonna do it? Exactly, right? that's what I'm saying. Like so. I think like I'm assuming that like we're gonna see the watcher. You know, show up in Eternals. Well, the Watcher does show us up. Does show up in this timeline, and I'm gonna get to that. All okay. Right? So no, no. So you have a uh, Shang Chi mm-hmm. that's coming out in February 2021, and we are going to see the real, My the real Man- Mandal- yep. Mandal- Will the real Mandalorian please stand up? <laughs> you know. Keep it going with the dad jokes. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm on a roll, man. <laughs> Huh? Yeah, that I'm super stoked about. Yeah, yeah because I was the really actual. pissed how they did that. Well, yeah. Mandalorian. No, no, in the Mandarin. I mean, no, no, the, the Mandarin. Mandarin. I'm sorry. Yes, yes. So just say that. You know what I'm saying? I was not happy with uh, how they well, did it. Well, the name of the thing is called The Legend of the Ten Rings, and that's yeah. his organization. So he's coming back, right? Yeah. Uh, TV show, WandaVision. Wanda. That's an interesting name for a TV show. WandaVision, that means that Vision is coming back. Now, yeah. some of the set pieces um, are set in 1950. So there's a wonder, the, there's a wonder whether she's going to be messing with reality. And again, I'm going to go back to my original statement of how I believe the mutants are going to come in. Mm-hmm. Is going to be um, Scarlet Witch saying, instead of no more mutants, she's going to say mutants. Okay. You know, that has always been my thing. And I'm going to stand by that until... This thing comes out. Now, this movie, this show, blends directly into another film. I'm going to get into that in a second because the next TV show is Loki, spring 2021. And that film, that show, will be his, the events of what happened after he got the time the tesseract the tesseract, the tesseract yeah uh, from endgame it's gonna yeah. follow that time exactly uh, okay that's what i'm saying i think they're gonna be introducing the uh multiverse really yep the next thing on the slate is dr strange a multiple a multiverse of madness 
And that is. Gonna I mean, there you go. Actually, yeah, that's right. There the it is, right there. Madness. Yeah. That one's gonna feature Scarlet Witch. She's gonna be playing a heavy part in that film. Really? Yep. And She's that is a film. Reality. And it's a horror, quote unquote. Yes, it's gonna be a horror film. Interesting. So. Ew. At least a yeah, horror really type. I We're going to see the nun. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. awesome. That's scary. That's awesome. That's scary. Next up on the slate, summer 2021. And this leads into what you were talking about, the what if. Yes, that's right. Anim- oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the what if. I forgot. It's an animated yeah. series. Yeah, you're going to see The Watcher. There's The Watcher, and it's going to be voiced by Jeffrey Wright. Okay. And if you know who Jeffrey Wright is, he is currently on um, Westworld. Yeah. Um, now, one of the things that I found interesting, and I showed the oh, kids okay. here, right? Yeah. If you zoom in to the logo of What If, you will see Marvel Zombies there. What? So, I'm just Well, I mean, but, but that's kind of like the whole thing with What If. They can yeah. actually explore. They could do anything. These, yeah, they can do anything, you know? and it doesn't need to be canon, which is awesome. Yeah, so Somewhere around the but day. it's gonna be animated, so just remember yeah, still, that. You know, still, I think that's still dope. Uh, the next TV show is Hawkeye. Super, totally into that, and that one is going to feature none other than Kate Bishop, and that falls fall of 2021, and the last one on the slate for Phase Four, and the one I'm one, most excited I, about. Oh, you just stole my thunder. Oh, look at that. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> look at that. Oh, God. It is Thor, Love and Thunder. <laughs> and do you want to say how, how that's, that one's going to work? I mean, I honestly think that it's like, um, it's super awesome that Natalie Portman is back. After she said she didn't want to do it. Right. Well, I mean, Marvel's really good at like misdirecting the public. You know what I mean. So that could have been something where like they let her know, like, all right, like you know, keep keep it keep a tight lip and stuff like that. You know what I mean. Like play with the audience. Well, they they but, she also supposedly had a really tough time on the set for Dark World. Um, well, and, I mean, because you they, they you know, I think that that was from what I gather. It was it was I, I don't know if it's like I don't know if it was something that was. That I mean, is, I can't I can't speak for Natalie Portman, but I know mm-hmm. that like the issue was she was the one that got Patty Jenkins the job. That and is then true. They got fired. Yes. So I don't know if it was something where like she had trouble on the set because of the creative direction or conflict of whatever, or if it was just that she was you know pissed. I mean, look, you know, when if I vouch for somebody and then you say, oh, that person isn't good enough. I, I, I might feel some type of way about working mm-hmm. with you, you know what I mean? And that's totally okay, you know what I mean? She still did her job as a professional, you know what I mean? Uh, but she was, you know, she was uh, uh, scorned, yes. so to speak. And, you know, she didn't want to do any Marvel stuff. And that is one of the weakest of the MCU movies. Um, interestingly enough, it was directed by a scribe from Game of Thrones. So... It's not the guys, yeah, but it, it yeah. was one of, one of the guys yes. that worked on Game of Thrones. So it's interesting that you had that. But yeah, I mean, that's but the thing is, I, I, think that, I think that it was also just the fact that like Thor, honestly, was kind of one of the, the it was the weakest line to me. 
You know, well, that, I enjoyed the first movie. I thought I, I, thought I didn't for what think it was, the first movie was that great. It was that whole I, fish out of water. It, it I, was I, honestly, I thought that the second movie was better than the first one. Oh no, I, yeah, that, sure. that I I can't agree with. I, I totally think so. You know, I don't think that the first one was great. Um, I don't think that it was a great like representation of like Thor's origin and stuff like that. I and, agree and with whatnot, that. You know, but um, it was it was enjoyable for what it was. Yeah, and, but, and it was one of the. Thor was always going to be hard to bring in because he's, I mean, you look at the character, man. You know, you I don't know? think that that's an accurate statement because Thor in the Avengers movies, he's amazing. No, I, I, he's I know. great, you know, but, but in the Thor movies, I don't think that he was. He, because he's a hard character. I mean, you got a guy that's dressed up as the God of Thunder and stuff. And, yeah. and his costumes have tended to be on the little crazy side, right? And and he, yeah, I, but, I always you know, thought he out of that. out of all the heroes, um, the original six, I thought he was always the hardest to bring in, because he, listen, Iron Man's a guy in a in an iron suit. You can get away with that, you know. Yeah. Cap is Cap. Um, Black Widow's a spy. He, the other one's an archer. You know. Um, Hulk is Hulk. Thor yeah. Was always for see, me. See, but that's what I'm saying. That was like, the hardest I, I one to bring I in. I don't think that. See, I actually don't even think that Thor himself was that bad. I thought everything around Thor was bad. I didn't like the setting of the, you know, Asgard. The, the, I didn't like desert? how they, I didn't like how they did Asgard. Personally. Oh really? Yeah, I don't like how they did the Rainbow Bridge. Again, um, those are those are very you know, hard concepts to 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 actually put on film, though. You know. I guess you know what I mean. But it's difficult because you're you're dealing in mystical elements there. Yeah, but know? this is something that so. I would say like, okay, yeah, it's difficult to do if you're. Somebody other than Marvel. Yeah. Marvel knows what well, they're doing. They've so. they've gotten they've gotten yeah. much better. Yeah. At, at doing so this, that's one thing you know? about this is that with each Thor movie, thankfully, every iteration has been, in my opinion, every the iteration third has one been was better. the best. You know, there was definitely the best. Oh, the one this was one awesome. seems like it's going to be totally awesome. Introducing Natalie Portman as Jane Foster and, as and, and, the Mighty Thor, which they made a very specific reference to because. If the, if this 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 should be, um, if I'm not mistaken, the storyline of Thor as the the unworthy Thor mm-hmm. and the mighty Thor, you know. Yep. So Thor the Fallen. Yep. As they say. Doesn't he lose an arm? I don't know. No, I don't think he loses an arm. Oh no, I I may be thinking about uh, Aquaman. No, but yeah, yeah, he that's when he's he's got the the axe down. Yeah. You know. Um, I text this to you. Does she get cancer? I mean, I hope not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because but that's how that storyline ended. Has it ended? It did end, right? Uh, I don't know, to be honest with you. Okay. I know that there is, a, I think there's a different female Thor now. But I'm excited. I don't, I don't follow it, but I am very, very happy that Natalie Portman is back. She's one of my favorite actresses. Um, I love everything that she's ever done. And um, oh, I'm just waiting for one thing and one thing only. Oh, I know. But that's and, not phase four. And with that, you know. Same, oh, by the way, the other same. thing, too. I absolutely love how they did design the title. It looks like a freaking, like, it reminds me of Conan the Barbarian, Red Sanja. Oh, very man. 80s, it's right? Very 80s. And it's like, you know, like, every a lot of people pan Ragnarok for being like, oh, they kind of went, like, really 80s. I want more 80s. And absolutely. they gave it to me. That's awesome. You know? I love it. He fits so, right in with that era. Yes, exactly. You know? You know, so, and it was the era of Conan and, you know, looking like a god and Hercules and everything. We had those, the God of Thunder, for God's sake. Those bad Hulk movies where uh, you had um, 
Hulk and, and was being defended by uh, what was it, Matt Matt Murdock, and then Thor came in and ripped out the courtroom and stuff like that. Or what? Was it the Hulk? I do not remember this. You at don't remember that? How old are you again, dude? Those what? were the Luferigno days. Oh, the Lufer. Oh yeah, Luferigno. Dude, days. those right. those things were classics. Come on. Freaking but. freaking Thor had a had a fur collar and stuff, you know. Yeah. So uh, so all right. Do you remember the the Thor movie that had Richard Grieco on it? No. Where all he did was just walk Manhattan through alleys. Not at all. That was Thank the greatest. God I did not realize that existed. <laughs> so. Oh, see, this was my childhood. This was what I was subjected to, you know, watching stuff like this. Um. Okay. So that is Phase Four. What do you guys think about Phase Four? I'm waiting for one thing and one thing only. Well, why don't you guys talk about it since it's, you know. Yeah, hit it up. It's pretty action-packed. I like where they're going. Um, The multiverse is definitely going to be an awesome thing that I'd like to see what they do with. Really looking forward to Doctor Strange. That's the one thing I'm really looking forward to on this list. Okay. Okay, for me, everything is perfect in Phase 4. The one thing that I don't like is Doctor Strange. Hmm. How do you make it a horror movie? It's Doctor Strange. He can be a horror. No, he can't. The dude fights intergalactic demons. Speaking of mics, not to each other. You want to go? Square up. Square up. We'll take this outside. I just squared up. We'll take this to McDonald's. You want to go to McDonald's? I'll get you a fish fillet. All right, all right, guys. Let's calm it down, okay? I don't think our audience wants to hear us fight. Why do I want to go to McDonald's? You know, next time we're not doing chocolate milk. Not at all. <laughs> you know, we no really chocolate not. milk. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> so but there are there are there are a couple things that were announced that are going to be phase five, and yes, let's, sir. and I think it's I think I think probably one of I think it, it's safe to say that it's the one that's kind of generated the most buzz, Wait, which is we need to do this dramatically. Okay, how do we do this? Do you even know what I'm talking about? He knows. I'm pretty sure. I know. All right, so then let's do it. Do it. Wait, am I right? I don't know. <laughs> you got to say it. not a telepath. He's like, wait, am I right? Like, I didn't read your Hit mind, bro. Just go. Two, one. Oh, you guys are you guys way are off on this thing. Yeah. You know? All right, here we go. In uh, three, two, one. What it is it? Mahershala Ali as Blade. <laughs> 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 Let's 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 sit, let's do this again. Yes. Uh, can we can we cut that piece out? <laughs> I, I say we keep it in. That was oh, awesome. God. <laughs> uh, yes. No more we, late night podcasts. We, <laughs> yeah. With chocolate milk and chocolate milk. <laughs> you yeah. know. No. So they they announced Blade, which is awesome. The return of Blade and Maharshala Ali as Blade, oh, which I, I think is so an absolute an absolute so awesome awesome casting you know what i mean like he has that deep voice he has like kind of that gangster look and feel and stuff like that but he can be a gentleman he can be a professional he can be you know he can kind of be, he's like chameleon he could be anybody really have you seen uh luke cage yeah i think he was an awesome cottonmouth i know that like a lot of people were upset that like they killed him off and stuff like that but yeah you know tough. um i i again just like in my opinion like mysterio he served his purpose in that show and that was that you know what i mean it's all good um he was amazing in that show he was. Um, he was amazing. Well, he's great. amazing in everything that he yeah. does. Which is why you know? he has two Oscars. Yep. 
So, um, so it's interesting because right after that second Oscar, that's when this meeting took place. Well, the meeting took place because he demanded it. And that's, that's right. the thing. When you have two Oscars, you can kind of demand things. And uh, Mahershala Ali decided that he wanted to like talk to Kevin Feige. And he went into his office and said one word. He said Blade. And Kevin was like, all right, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> You know, so and for a lot of people that were kind of upset that like it's not Wesley Snipes, I mean, you know, I'm a huge fan, but at the same time, Wesley's older now and you know, not really doing he's in his 60s, I believe. He's in his 60s, yeah, Yeah. he's not doing action movies and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. And he put out a statement saying that, like, you know, it's no problem, like, he's he's super happy for Marshall Ali, he can't wait to see the movie. It was what he said, chillax, yeah, he said chillax, everybody, yeah, you know, I mean, come on, man. Like, Listen. I love Wesley Snipes. I'm sure that he can still kick ass, but he's 60, guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah. He, that that ship has sailed. Yeah. Um, listen, I, that was, that for me, just like you guys, was probably the news of... of, of yes, absolutely. The, the, just that we were getting Blade back and we were having him embody that, that is just perfect. That you can't you can't get any more perfect than that, you really. Know? Um, but there is that that it's not a phase four film, so we're gonna have to wait at least more than two years before we see him in that role. Yeah. So. yeah. And they and just to kind of like finish out our SDCC talk, uh, mm-hmm. they did like confirm Fantastic Four, and. There was a pseudo confirmation of mutants to come, so yep. totally excited about all that stuff. So and Phase Five, they already have it outlined. They're mm. just not telling you because oh, he already wow. said we already know what Phase Four is. We already know what Phase Five is. They have a clear outline That's of so what awesome. they're doing. God, um, I love Marvel. Oh, they, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. I wish DC could like catch up. You're telling me <laughs> DC could step up. It's game, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but DC started out the whole way. It was it was wrong from the start for them. DC know? should honestly take a whole year sabbatical, like let everybody forget everything that they've done yeah. and start over. I would love to see. I mean, you know, I would totally love to see. Like, I know that they're basically gonna do like a the Batman mm-hmm. series with Rob Pattinson, which is awesome. It's great, but I would rather see the Court of Owls. I, I agree. You know? Yeah, I would absolutely. rather see a court of owls. I would rather see, you know, any any number of like stories better Take, than like rehashing everything. They have just they to, have, just to just to just to make some some money. That all yeah. they're doing is just like, hey, which is the tried and true like formula? Batman origin stories make money. That's it. No, like, they're doing it in the animated space. You know, they have a court of owls for for in the anime. Yeah, space. but they see the thing is, that, like, that they can't. They, but then they can't box in the ring with Marvel. But but see, you that's know? the and see, this is the maddening thing about it. The animated guys know how to do it. Why can't the movie side do that? Because they're taking. Because it's not DC. It's WB. I know, I know, and and that's always going to be the issue. And as long as WB is overseeing it, and they don't have a person that is invested in DC Comics. Because all these guys are, yeah. they're executives that are looking at the bottom line. They, I, I can't tell you if there's a person like a Feige over there that, that knows the lore, that loves the lore, that embodies and lives the lore. You know what I'm saying? WB doesn't have that. And until they do, you're still going to see these type of projects fail like this because they're going to be like, well, you know what? 
um, this doesn't trend with our test audiences. This doesn't work here. I yeah. don't think this is the right thing to do. We need to change this. And it's funny because they've always built themselves as the studio for filmmakers, but yet they're kind of reining them in and, and not letting them do the vision yeah, that they want to they want to well, you know it there sucks is a possibility what if they're throwing it because in 2030 disney buys dc <laughs> boom that's not happening yeah that can't possibly no, happen i don't want to see like mickey mouse iron no mickey iron that's never going to happen anyway, though. It's just it, that would be the worst thing that Mark can happen in comics. Oh, absolutely, because you know, like, because there's no competition. There's no. Exactly. It's just. Yeah, I, I mean, you have these in, these these other studios, Image and and Dark Horse and stuff like that. But I you know, to, I would love to see like Universal by DC. Well, Universal knows what uh, they're doing with movies. Didn't Netflix? Um, aren't they partnering up with Mark Millar? To make it to making their own Millar universe, is it Netflix or is it Amazon? One of those two streaming studios. I don't know. I, taking, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, Millar, There's oh, going to be a Millar universe. That's crazy because you Mark know? Millar is one of my favorite guys. Also, and you're going to love this stuff when it comes out. Awesome. Oh, um, I'll send you the the yeah, article when I find yeah. it and stuff. Um, the one thing, the one last thing I'm going to say about uh, San Diego Comic Con is that DC really didn't have a big comic-con for them um i think one of the few things that they announced was the harley harley quinn um animated movie that they're doing and i think they did show a bit of concept art for birds of prey yeah but basically that's it dc didn't have a good showing well i i i I, if i'm not mistaken dc purposely held out on everything it was a a wb booth it yeah. wasn't a DC. Yeah, booth, all they had just you know? yeah, it was just WB booth and so. stuff, and and I think that they, maybe they, again I think they did the right thing because they could compete. Do? You know what I mean? They, like imagine the only thing that they could have done was have Rob Pattinson like make an appearance. You the know, only, and the what's only that going to do when you don't have anything, any anything? You don't have any pictures, any concept art, nothing. At well, least they, not publicly yet. They could have pushed Wonder Woman eighty four. Because they could have, but see, that's what I'm saying, though. So it's like, soon. so it's like, okay, so you 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 push Wonder Woman eighty four, and then you do a Rob Hansen appearance, and then that's it, and then you just get overshadowed, but what by what they knew probably was coming out, which yeah, is, probably. I mean, I I can almost believe that Marvel's like, hey, DC guys, we're gonna unveil Phase Four. We don't want to like. You know, bury you. You so. wanna, you wanna sit this one yeah, out. Sit you know? this one out, guys. Sit this one out. You yeah. know what I mean, and I, and again, I think it'd be smarter for DC to just put their properties out there here and there, build up some more steam and momentum and stuff like that, and then kind of restart. In my opinion, yeah. you know, and and they have the Joker out coming coming out soon also. Yeah, but the you Joker know? is also completely unrelated to anything that has to do with comics. We already crazy. know that. It's crazy. It's crazy, but I also love it. No, no, but it looks good though. Yeah, it looks. See, good. that's that's actually the thing that I, that DC should do. I think that DC should not have an interconnected universe. Tell the stories. Just tell, tell the their stories. stories. Their that's stories it. are so good. Exactly. They're so good at like just singular stories. Yeah, you don't need to connect yeah. it like and and you've seen already other companies try and do it and fail miserably yeah. because they don't have that type of vision and, and, that Marvel and the Studios thing is, like, does. If you think about it, DC Comics and I mean I'm not the DC expert, but I do read. Uh, a fair amount of Batman um, 
it doesn't feel like at least in Batman, which is like their, you know, primary property. Um, Batman has like their own universe, really, but they're not super connected with like aside from JLA. You know what I mean? Like in their singular stories, they're not super connected. He's a loner. I mean? Yeah, he's a loner. Gotham is its own thing. Like every once in a while, they go into Metropolis and they bring Superman in and stuff like that. Um, but I don't feel like it's super super connected. Like for example, in 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 Marvel, on your just standard Daredevil comic, they'll bring in Spider Man and they'll bring in like events that happen in other books. And it's not and it's not an event story. It's not like this issue is part of a, a major event involving a bunch of different comics, but they stay connected. Yeah, because... You know I, mean? it, I don't think that DC does that with their individual well, titles, you, do they? You know what it is? Um, and, and the reason that Marvel does it so flawlessly is because you, you have heroes and their main bases of operations are cities, right? Yeah. So, you know, you look at Daredevil, he's Hell's Kitchen. You look at... Luke Cage, he's Harlem. You look at Spidey, you know, he's he's Queens, Queens and Midtown yeah. Yeah, and stuff like is, that. Everything is in so, New York where it's right, happening. Exactly. So it's easy for them to kind of jump in and out of that space, right? Because they're basically in the same city. They're neighborhood, street-level yeah, heroes. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is aside in from DC, that... In DC, it's a little different because it's DC, insulated. It, it's insulated, but you're also looking at a different level of hero because... For the most part, they're all akin to gods. Yes, right? I mean they are. So, and Batman is the one, the outlier, the one yes. guy that he's not super powered. He, you know, his his talent. He's well, the Tony Stark. Yeah, he's what's his superpower? Rich, money. you know, he's got that's, money. That's what he said in the movie, right? Yeah. So best line in the movie. Exactly. So it's a little different with them because you know Superman is based in Metropolis, but he's he's an Earth protector. Right. No, I understand and, and that. Like I understand that. that. So, but see, my my thing is that like in Marvel, like these uh the comics that have nothing to do with mutants will still reference them here and there, right? Like Spider Man mm -hmm. is not he has all these powers and you could say that he's a mutant. In in some ways, like if you didn't know that he got bit by a radioactive spider, you would just think that he's a mutant. Right. You know what I mean? Like these comics that have nothing to do with mutants per se reference mutants or they reference like incidents that happen mm -hmm. you know in or around the world and stuff like that um and and they're referencing events that happen in, in the other books even though yes like a lot of them are based in the same city and stuff like that the mm -hmm. events that they're referencing aren't necessarily in the same city right. and that's where i think that they do a good job of like just leaving the breadcrumbs in every single book so this way it keeps you in the same storyline. You, know? you can always pull that yeah, person in like, if you oh, need man, it. Like, what's he talking mm -hmm. about? In this issue, they talk about the Sokovia Accords that happened in this thing. And they always give you little footnotes, like see issue one, two, three of Avengers. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're like, good they do a good job. You know what cross, I mean? yeah. cross breeding, cross seeding. Um, That's why the, it makes it things. so easy to make those movies intertwined because it's like, oh, let's just look at, let's read the comic. But I think they kind of do that in DC. They just probably don't yeah. do it as well because, okay. right? They're, they're it's certain. For the most part, insulated. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 but if, if you look at the Justice League comic, right? right? Yeah. The Justice League comic will have stories that are being referenced in the Superman. Yeah, and the, like the that. Batman and but things like, like that. It's, so. it's, I mean,. I'm not going to lie, it's not often that I pick up a DC comic, but the ones I do read, you don't get, like, I don't think I've ever heard of, like, a, a Green Arrow in passing in, like, a, what, an Aquaman comic. Like, 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. they don't, they don't, they don't. It's almost like they don't, they don't water the plants. You know what I mean? They just want to buy the plant, set it in the quarter, and like watch it grow. But they don't water them. You know what yeah. I mean? It, it's interesting how they the the two companies do their yeah. their properties and stuff. All right, so yeah, I think I think um, we're gonna wrap this up. Uh, we're going over long here. Just the. Uh, just talking Comic Con took us an hour. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> you know, so Jesus. I, hey, listen, we get we get into these things and we just go right. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's the beauty of this, you know. But I think we are going to wrap this up. Um, Comic Con was basically a Marvel event. Yes, you know? it was. Yeah. It, it I, I don't, was. I don't, you know, like I don't actually recall any other news. Yeah. So, but hey, listen, a lot of stuff did come out out of that, and. Um, We'll see what happens. You know, I'm excited for Phase Four. Yep. It's only a two-year run, but hey, it gets us to Phase Five a little bit quicker. One thing I will say, um, and I'm I'm gonna do this real quick: no Avengers, no Spider-Man, no Guardians of the Galaxy announced. On I'm happy any with of these that. things. You know, I'm happy with that. We need so, a break. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there you have it. Um, that's the stuff that came out of Comic Con. So that's gonna wrap up this episode of Pop Culture over chocolate and strawberry milk um, and, and spiked water. Drugged chocolate. Did you this have anything, Metatron? I had absolutely nothing. Which is why you were the calmest. Yeah, I know. Drugged chocolate milk and strawberry milk. <laughs> I think I killed it with transitions today, though. <laughs> I think you did. You did an awesome job I today think with I killed it. You know? yeah. it was, honestly, it was great. I got I to find a nickname with transitions in honestly, it. Honestly, you know? my favorite one was the one with Thor. You did that by accident. Actually, I kind of did. <laughs> you stole my thunder. Oh, we'll talk about <laughs> Thor, Love, and Thunder. Yeah, you know, that was totally by accident. But I'm never going to admit that. Oh, wait, I just did. Anyway. Cut it, cut it, cut it. Post, yes, post, yes, we're going to cut this. Um, anyway, uh, this is going to be the end of this episode. This is episode 68. I can't believe we made, we're, we're this close to getting to 70. We're this close to getting to three quarters of a of a century 75 yeah i mean that's also that's 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 crazy but um like always you know uh just check us out we have a facebook page we have a twitter page we have a youtube page we have an instagram page where we're throwing up news as much as possible check us out there tell your friends drop us a line Remember always to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. That's the only way we're going to get better if we get feedback from you guys. So anyway, um, until the next episode, which hopefully will be sooner rather than later, um, my name is Walt. This is Metatron bidding the adieu. And remember, the truth is out there. 2030. Pregnant pause. Jesus. Wolf, wolf, it's wolfy. Woo. This is Elias, and I swear to God, if you use Versace, roll. Gucci's coming for you, and <laughs> trust me, not even roll. The, the Rolex will be able to go drink it. more woke. How go many times did I need to trust you? He's just starting a flame war with the fashion. All right, designers. guys, let's call Jesus. it. Anyway, later, people. Face apps here, you know they'll be <laughs> Dude. Area 51 is watching. Remember. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I'm, a, I'm, so I'm recording? I'm,
<laughs> I'm afraid. I'm afraid to have any of that. Actually, before head. we end this, by the way. I thought we ended this already. By the way, by the way, by, by the way, by the way, Area Fifty One is watching. They will always watch. They are drugging you with Nesquik. <laughs> Cut it right now. Cut it right now. I need to get these kids to bed. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> All, All right, right people. Later. In the bed. God.